Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2290. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, with a very special guest by the name of John Pampu. John, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Let's do it, brother. Manic. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into what you're doing in the car world today, which you've been in for a long, long time, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you, John? One thing would be um, my grandmother babysat John DeLorean. No. Oh, wow. Now that's quite interesting. How did that happen? Well, um, my my grandparents immigrated from uh, Romania right before the uh, uh, before World War One, as did the DeLoreans, and they all wound up in in Dearborn, Michigan. So, as the story goes, uh, our families um, became friends, and Father DeLorean, Mister DeLorean, was kind of um, an interesting individual. Let's just say. So, Mrs. DeLorean would confide in my grandmother, and and um, kind of seek a little refuge on occasion, and and need some help watching the kids. And uh, uh, my grandmother Effie Pampu uh, stood up and. And, and kind of walked her through some things and, and uh, babysat. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that she is the um, godparent of John DeLorean. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some car roots going way, way back for you. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Running in the veins. Let me give you a proper introduction. We'll talk about a very fun life that you're uh, centric around cars with. John Pampu is a self-described auto maven. And he's been insuring and inspiring car enthusiasts for over 25 years. His passion for the classic car industry is legendary. Uh, he was the vice president of marketing and sales at Haggerty Insurance Company, uh, the CEO at Big John Sports, and an athletic coach, an independent insurance agent as well. John combines his love of people with his love of cars as an automotive coach, consultant, and guide. Car projects can be challenging, so John helps those, those of us who need the navigation uh, with the classic car community with purchases, selling, insuring, networking, or general classic car industry information. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsors, so give them a little love. They keep the petrol in the tank here, and we'll be right back. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Are you wondering what your collector car is worth these days? Are you thinking about buying a collector car? 
I know who can help. My friends at Classic.com will help you stay on top of the market so you know which similar vehicles are out there, what they're selling for, what you should pay, and how to price your vehicle. Go to Classic.com slash garage, enter your vehicle's information, specs including the year, make, model, mileage, and options, and they will provide you with a list of recent comparable sales. Their powerful search engine is up to date, finding new listings, tracking sales, and keeping you informed, providing data so you can make the right decision. If you're selling a vehicle, they can help as well with their Classic.com Pro Division, steering you to a qualified professional who will help. Finding the right vehicle and selling your vehicle is all about timing and exposure. So what are you waiting for? Go to classic.com slash garage and give it a run. That's classic.com slash garage and tell them Mark sent you. So John, we are back. Now this is an interesting life you've had. You've worked in the car industry and I'd like you to walk us through all those different career paths. Then we're going to talk about what you're doing today because I love this idea of maven, uh, which basically means a person with good knowledge or understanding or one who True. understands, uh, which is cool. So, But let's take a little walk through history first that brings us up to what you're doing today. Sure. My love for people is where it all begins. I had a father that was passionate about individuals and and um, and really wanted to get the best out of people. So he was a he became a teacher and a counselor, and he kind of forwarded that on to me. And that was a gift that he gave me. And I'm really enthused. I, I believe that people are the biggest historical educators on the planet. I learned so much more uh, from people than I ever did from sitting in a classroom. I'm too ADHD to sit in a classroom. But if, if you give me somebody uh, that, that, that has some type of knowledge that I'm infam- not familiar with, I just soak it all in. I love to listen to people. I love to help them out. I've been very, very blessed in so many ways where people have helped me out. So I want to pay that forward. And taking advantage of my experience in the industry, whether it's uh, through insurance or a dealer network or Concord or shows or, or just general advice, um, that's where I, th- I believe I can have uh, make the most impact. It's kind of a, it's not a job. It's more of a hobby. So I have no restrictions or no limitations. Um, I just like pointing people in the right direction and making them happy. Well, it's cool. Well, you say you love people. You like making people. You've got seven children, right? I do. I do. Wow. It's, uh, very, I'm very blessed. How, um, I, I'm just trying to imagine, you know, I, I grew up with just a, a sister. And I remember dating a girl in high school who had, they had 10 kids. And one of the things that stood out, I went over there for dinner once and it was such a different experience than, than dinner at our house because my sister ate like a bird and she would always hide food and put it under the table and hand it to me because uh, she usually was such a picky eater. But going over to that house with 10 kids, it was like a free for all. And I sat there and I thought I was going to get devoured. <laughs> but the other part of me was, wow, look at all these experiences these people are having together. And, yeah. you know, I mean, 10, ten seven's a lot, 10, you know, it's like we're trying That's, to get into Duggar territory. That, <laughs> so true. So true. But it, and it has its challenges. But the gift is that is that they're all different in their own little way. I call it they're a palette of personality. And um, sometimes, especially with the boys, I can tell you what they're going to do before they even act because you have walked in their foot footsteps in, in your in your life earlier on in your life. So it's very exciting and the impacts that you can make and influences good and bad sometimes. But uh, it's uh, 
it's a wonderful challenge that we embrace. My wife and I, thank God, who was my girlfriend since, uh, you know, my first girlfriend in the junior high. Oh my gosh, really? Wow. Yeah, truly. Yeah, very <laughs> wow. special woman. Very special woman. That's so, tremendous. Uh, well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Well, let's talk about what you're doing today because yeah. this is very interesting to me. You were recommended to me by a listener and I went and looked at your website and at first I went, what does this guy do? I'm trying to figure this guy out, but this is very interesting. Looks like fun. It's all around cars. So walk us through what you're doing these days. Well, it's interesting. So I really immersed myself back in the end of 2022. I went to my first auction down in uh, Miami, an RM Sotheby's auction that I, and I kind of for the past, let's say 12, 13 years after I left Haggerty, I just buried my head and started focusing on my children. I, I acquired a couple different manufacturing facilities and invested in some family restaurants. Uh, but my focus was on, on raising seven kids because I knew my wife couldn't do it all by herself. Uh, she probably could, but um, I knew that that I, I needed to contribute a, a touch here or there. So focusing on that was just a, the biggest reward of my life. And then getting back into the industry uh, in December and just going down to this really cool boutique auction where Rob did 40 over $40 million in sales uh, in three hours, I thought was quite impressive. And I'm like, mm, this room is really insulated from the economy. So yeah, there's no still kidding. life. In yeah. <laughs> and I would see some of my old friends and it just really, you know, started getting the juices flowing again. And, and just it was wonderful because the people are just so fantastic. And there's new people coming into the market, which is exciting as well, because you get to learn more and listen to more people's stories. And then, uh, so what I decided to do is I wanted to be like a concierge, maven to the to the industry, and that is help people, kind of take my personal experiences and kick people down a path of, of recommendation. And for example, you know, what auctions to go to, what con what's on the bucket list for a concord? Well, I can't tell you living in, in, in Charleston, how many people have not been to uh, Pebble Beach that want to go, um, that just didn't have the connections or the relationships. And, and so I, I, I kind of put people in place and I match make people where they can uh, they can each benefit from it. Um, sometimes it has to deal with with car dealing. I am not a car dealer, uh, but I have a really good qualified network that I trust that I can bring to the table and say, hey, here's somebody that I trust that will look after you and I will hold the customer's hand to ensure that that they are taken care of. I don't earn a commission on that. I'm more of an insurance guy. Um, and that's that's really how 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 I make ends meet at times. Let's just say I I, I, I love that the insurance angle. I'm telling you, the one thing that I really like to do is educate people that are not familiar with that the the, the niche market insurance companies and expose them to it. Because number one, it's the the best policy in the world, agreed value policy, but the costs, the savings are, are immense or can be. Um, so that's how I like to help. And it's, it's, it's fun. It keeps me in the game and um, it, it just, it's a great experience. Great experience. It's wonderful how you took your experience. And so yeah. you sell insurance now, is that your primary? Yeah. Okay. Primary, but yeah. And yeah. as listeners know, for the last three years, American Collectors Insurance has been the sponsor here. I thank yep. every day for them because they help put some gas in the tank here as well. Sure. I get a lot of calls from people all the time. It sounds, you know, it's funny. I, I don't think a day goes by. Somebody doesn't reach out to me with some question in the car world. Maybe I yeah. should talk to you about what my next career thing will be. You know, let's sit down, my friend. Yeah. Is, is helping people because my wife sometimes goes, you should just be a consultant or something because every day someone's asking you something about cars. But like you, I've been in the car world for decades. And so you just start to pick up this stuff. And you mentioned Pebble Beach. I've been to 32 car weeks at Pebble Beach. 
I've been to 31 SEMA shows. And oh, wow. so you learn stuff as you do this. And especially Car Week, as you know, there's there's a way to handle Car Week. And there's a way to really get overwhelmed by it or miss a lot of things. But it's a sequence. I have you should, I always say, look at my calendar, Car Week, all the different colors of, okay, I've got to go here, 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 to be able to cover everything that I want to cover. What are some of the other ways that you help people in the car world, because insurance is obviously one, and, and being sure. able to insure a collector car properly. And I tell people today that'll go, well, I have this car, and I go, who insures it? Well, farmers who insures my house and my car. And I'm like, no, no, That's no. You know, it, I think I even say this in one of my commercials here. Have you ever called them and said, you know, if that car, I think in this case it was a, uh, an old uh, Alfa Romeo, was stolen tomorrow, what would you get for it? And I had a friend do that, and he called me back, and he goes, oh, my gosh. First of all, they didn't even say the word Alfa Romeo right. Sure. <laughs> and sure. then then they told me, well, you know, we'd have to look at what, no, we're not sure really. And I mentioned the word agreed value. And I said, you've got to do this with a car like that. And he hardly ever drives it in the winter, kind of like it is up here in the Northwest. But But if someone was to reach out to you and say, I need help. Maybe walk us through a little more detail of some of the many ways that you do help people. And obviously, if they need some insurance, you're a good guy to call, too. Absolutely. And, and, and to the insurance gig, I write with American Collectors. I write with Grundy, J.C. Taylor, and all the others. Reputable. It all depends on the flavor of, of my customer. Yep. If my cut, it's, it's whatever fits my customer. Some policies, you know, present a different uh, opportunity for the customer. And, and so I, I, I place them wherever they feel, uh, where, where I feel or I suggest or recommend that fits best for them. You know, you can't lose with a company like American Collectors because they offer the same types of product in, in a very reasonable price. And the thing is this service 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 if you have an issue with your car do you want to deal with the 800 number and just sit on hold for 54 minutes no you want to talk to somebody that is insuring your baby exactly yeah. exactly for example i had a i had a couple here over on daniel island right outside of charleston here uh, they were looking to um they're moving and they have two cars. One's a 1964 and a half Mustang, and the other one is a 1961 uh, Corvette. And they don't want to take them back up to the north, so they're looking for some help to sell them. So, you know, of course, I have an opportunity, and we talk about what they're insured for and getting a realistic value on the car. And I step in and I say, hey, listen, I have a gentleman down here, and I'll use his name. His name is Ryan Remington of Elliott Remington. So let me introduce you to Ryan. He's a great guy. I've known him for five years. I trust him. I've been through his facility. I think it's a good fit. Um, but let's just do that introduction. So I'll do a soft introduction. I'll walk Ryan over and, and um, you know, have a look at the cars and and let those two talk about pricing and how it's going to be represented into the market. It's going to be a private sale or you want to bring it to auction, et cetera, et cetera. And he's one individual that I work with. So I'm trying to alleviate some of the pressure and the stresses. So if you can if you if you can sell your car in a timely manner so you don't have to ship it you know across the country or keep it barned and pay six hundred dollars a month for for storage, you know, let me try to help. And, I, and again, I qualify my network because of you know, my experience with them and, 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 the, and the history that I've had with them and the trust. It's a huge issue because you can take an advantage in this. Oh, industry. yes. Yeah. So you got to keep your head in a swivel. But another thing is like, you know, a type of restoration. If you're looking for a Comcore restoration, I know certainly those people that are totally qualified, of course, if you want a Metal, Meadowbrook winner, or excuse me, which is no longer, but if you want a Pebble Beach winner or an Amelia Island winner, I know those types of people that can get that job done for you. As well, if you just want a simple uh, rotisserie, paint job, engine tweak here, engine tweak there, a Corvette guy. Yeah, we we have we have a pretty strong network that we can put you in, in competent hands with people that I that I personally trust. 
boomers. Well, it's interesting. And too, as baby boomers age out and either they get too old, they don't want their cars anymore, and maybe they're not as connected and, and don't know where to go. Or if you lose your parents and they have some cool cars, and, but you're not a car person. I went and looked at a 356 Porsche with a friend of mine last summer up here, and this gentleman's father had died. Yeah. Well, he wasn't into cars at all, but his dad certainly was. Sure. But what he thought his dad had wasn't really quite Concord level. It was a very, very, very nice driver, but the car sure. was not perfect. And so I went with a friend of mine looking for one and he brought an expert with them. And as they went over it, they realized, okay, there's a bunch of things that aren't quite right here. This isn't the kind of car he's looking for. But how do you tell the guy whose father, this was his dream car, that your car's not really worth what dad thought it was worth? Yeah. So there's a delicateness there, but that help is really needed for people. Yes. Yes. It really, and that's such a great point because it is a hard conversation to have. You know, as you know, many people that have put them. I'm going to use round numbers here, a million dollars into a restoration, but we'll only get $350,000 out of the car. And and that's that's really hard. But if you can show consistency by bringing in certain groups or individuals to say, okay, we found a common, he's at 325, he's at 375, well, we're going to land at 350 for a realistic price. Um, it just is. And, so, you know, when you, when you do a, a, a full off restoration, it gets expensive. Oh gosh. And yeah. it doesn't mean it's appealing to the, to the vast market. Doesn't mean it isn't, but you have to be very, very careful and understand and have a real conversation with yourself about what you're willing to do and, and, and compromise if, you know, if anything. Absolutely. And the other thing that's changed the dynamics are all these online auctions now. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, I just had Randy Nonnenberg on the show again. Yeah. They, they reached their 100,000th sale. What that guy's done in that, that organization is just disrupted and changed everything Big to, time. to an incredible level. Uh, and kudos to him because for 10 years, but people don't realize for 10 years, that was just a hobby. He didn't make a dime off of that yeah. deal. And yeah. then he was nice enough to give me a scoop. I had him, the first time I had him on my show was the day he announced publicly, we're going to start doing a thing called an online auction. And I just went, ah, oh, this is cool. And he said, I never dreamed it would become what I mean. One, they did 1.37 billion in sales last year, something like that. Isn't that something? That, it's and that's, incredible. That's one. That's that is absolutely insane. And one of many uh, of these yeah. online. And now you're seeing like the RMs of the world or Goodings yep. and all of these. Uh, Barrett Jackson realizing we can't just be a location driven auction. We're going to have to get into this game, and they they are now. Um, not to the same level, but I think they're all realizing maybe. Maybe we need to be in some way. Well, well, it's interesting because I remember Mannheim back in the day and then eBay Motors. Oh, yeah. When eBay Motors jumped into it. My buddy Bruce Knox went over there and he headed up that, apart, that, that department. And I was like, Bruce, I don't know if there's ever going to be a car that can sell online because I want to kick the tires. I want to smell, you know, the upholstery. Boy, was I wrong. And, um, and it's just turned into a whole nother animal. And it's all about efficiency because time is money. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Classic.com has become a sponsor this month here on Cars. Yeah. And they're another example of a, a company that's helping people. And they just started something called Classic.com Pros, where they have people all over the country that they will associate you with if you're trying to buy or sell a car. Yeah. And that's the way I did. I sold my first car uh, at on Bring a Trailer last summer. And I hired a professional, Rafi Manazian, who's been a guest here, to come in and handle it for me. 
to sure. remove me from the equation. And yes. it, it couldn't have gone better. I set a record for that kind of car, still holds today, touch wood, but that's nice <laughs> to know. Uh, even better though, the car went to somebody who lives about 20 minutes from my house. I say my car is living in a better garage than than it was before because this guy has a lot of nice cars. But sure. um, it's cool stuff. You know, I like to ask people about driving inspirations, people that have been very influential to them. And you have worked in the world of cars, which we're surrounded by influential and inspiring people. Has there been somebody like that in your life? Yeah, there, there really was. I was I was blessed to, to, to be a part of the, the Haggerty family. And Frank Haggerty and Louise Haggerty are some of my biggest mentors. Actually, my nickname was Little Frank, as I, even though I was bigger than he was. But um, just he had this charismatic, outgoing personality that, that people were attracted to. And he, I call it, he unleashed the beast or allowed me to. And I was so gifted to, to be in their presence because they were, you know, Louise, who's still with us today. Frank is deceased, but sharp people, beautiful on the exterior, beautiful on the inside. But they are really, really bright, smart people. And they uh, they, they really gifted me and, and kind of threw me the keys of being the first outside salesperson and said, Johnny, it's your ball. Go run with it. Yeah, you did. were you were employee. What did you tell me? Like nineteen or something like that. Yeah, I was seventeen or nineteen. I, I'll just defer to nineteen. But yeah, I was I was hired as the first outside salesperson. Wow. My first my first day in the job, I flew to uh, to Barrett Jackson the day that Don Shula got fired. Oh no, kidding! Oh my god! And gosh. ran into him at the turnstile at the airport, and he gave me a ride to the uh, cruise auction. Oh wow! And he introduced me. To Craig Jackson, who was walking the field, and I start. That's how I started doing sponsorship. So I it was. I I love football. So when I saw Don Shula, I was like, "It's meant to be. It's meant to be." Isn't that amazing? Wow, what what a history! You know, I also like to ask about challenges because these are things we go through that when we look back, go kind of glad I went through it. Maybe it wasn't so much fun. Uh, is there something like that that taught you a great lesson? Yeah, I w- I would tell you, um, raising seven children. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> The, the, the challenge is, is immense and the reward is greater. Being able to to handle uh, diversity, personality, diversity, uh, needs uh, change from wants and desires, educating kids, showing the importance of an education and treating people kindly, even when the, your, your dauber's down. Um, you know, we all we all have our days, but uh, but. Um, you know, raising seven kids and keeping them keeping them uh, on the in the right lane and uh, giving them an opportunity to succeed. Um, you know, a big challenge, but but so far so good. We're down to one in the household, so uh, everybody's everybody has gone to college or graduated college and, and wow. in a pretty good spot. But it's been tough. Not no no easy. There you know nothing too easy about it. Well, like you said, they are all very different. My wife yeah. and I we have two, and yeah, boy and a girl. So there's a difference there, but also just very different personalities. And you kind of go. Well, they grew up in the same house. How, how can they be so different? You know, it's in the way they, they tackle stuff. But I think being a, well, I know being a parent, you have to realize that and don't expect the same from everyone. And obviously right. don't play favorites, but there are differences there. And even to this day, I kind of find joy. My kids have, you know, both went to college, grew up, and now they're out on their own. And now my daughter's a, a mother and about to be a mother again. And congratulations. Yeah. You just go, Wow. And, and yeah. then you start to realize how fast life is skidding by and you got to go. Yes, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's for absolutely sure. so wonderful. Enjoy. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So special vehicle story. We love to talk about one special vehicle that stands out. I'm assuming you've had some fun rides in your life. Oh, we did. We did. We were successful. We had some success in businesses. But, um, you know, vehicles is my special story is, you know, I love the cars and growing up and seeing, you know, various cars in your neighborhood. Who was the coolest kid? Who was the quarterback on the high school football team? But the one vehicle that I wanted when I was a kid and I had to go get it was a Fuji Sport 12 bike. Wait, a Fuji Sport? Okay, you you stumped me, and very few yeah. people do. What on earth? Yeah, but it gorgeous blue, and my youngest of five. My father was a, a, a principal counselor, so you know we, we we didn't really do without. But you had to earn your things. You had to earn your way. And if you wanted that that style of a bike, which I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to settle for a lesser one because I wanted a Fuji because it was the coolest one on the block. Um, I had to go work. So I, I worked alongside with him in the summer and built decks and earned enough money to to pay for that bike. And I took care of it. And it was cleaned and detailed almost every night, as I do to my cars to this day. So um, it was kind of a great little learning experience. And, and if you want it, you can go get it. Now, when you say bike, do you mean bicycle or motorcycle? Bicycle. But, okay. So it's a, okay. That's I was thinking motorcycle. And I'm like, Fuji Sport. What? Japanese right. rice rocket? bike or sure. so what is this he's okay now i know what you're talking yeah I, I was in the same boat i really wanted a um a schwinn 10 speed yep you know and but my folks said well you know we bought you a schwinn stingray back you know you're gonna have to go earn stingray. it yeah yeah that's why i delivered all my papers on uh rode that bike every morning for four years i don't know how i did that crazy <laughs> But uh, tenacity, I guess. But yeah, so I had to go out and raise some money and uh, did that detailing cars and finally bought that twin stingray. And yeah, it means so much more when you have to buy it yourself, right? It does. You learn to take care of things. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I'm going to be a car psychologist today. I've got a doctorate on the wall somewhere around here. Okay. That I made in Photoshop and uh, (laughs) just put my name in there. Right. Car, Car psychology. If you were reincarnated, manifest as a vehicle, what would you be and why? Oof. I would say a 1953 Packer Caribbean convertible. Okay, now you're the first one of those. Yes, and to me, and it had to be that Carolina cream color. Okay. So it's kind of a yellow. That car, to me, is John Pampoo. And what I mean by that, it screams personality. The top goes down. It just shows just a little bit of muscle, and it... um. It's a dream car. I mean, it is. It's an eye catcher, and people are very, very curious about that 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 car. Similar to the Buick, but it's the Packard. And uh, I just, I that was one of my first cars. I went, to, uh, I saw it auction down at a Novi auction that RM was hosting. And when I walked in, there was a black one there. I'm like, it is gorgeous, absolutely breathtaking. Uh, Rob let me sit in it, and uh, and I'm like, hmm. That this is me. This is totally me. I I couldn't afford it at the time. I was just an up and comer, but oh geez, it caught my eye. And it's uh, it's they're very special models, beautiful cars. Very Buick esque that car. Yeah, just like the Skylark. Yes, yeah, sir. yeah. But um, the front end, the chrome, uh, yeah. Art Deco ish kind of sort of maybe. I don't know if I'm yeah. going the right direction, but no, just, you are. You're right on point. Yeah, and it just it looks like it's about to take off. It does. Yeah. Wow. It does. It, it's like it, it, a little muscly. Like I said, you could, you could, it gained respect and, and, and attention as you would drive it down the street. And especially with that flashy color, 
Yellow. That's a beautiful yellow. That that Charleston cream yellow is just gorgeous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So helping others give back. I sense having met you here, you're a guy that likes to help. I know you've done some coaching. Mentioned yeah. that in your introduction. What are some of the ways that in the rewards you get? Because one thing I've learned after talking to so many people here is we are at our best when we are helping other people. And that's something that you're very passionate about. You said that very at the beginning. So talk about that a little bit. Well, I, uh, I grew up in a house of athletes and um, I was born with a football in my hand. Unfortunately, I was a late bloomer. So I grew six inches in between my junior and senior year. And I had a very important coach that coached me uh, on the JV team when I was a junior. And I had my dauber down and we didn't get along and we just didn't get along. And I felt sorry for myself, something that my father would never allow me to do. So we didn't hit it off and he benched me. And um, he uh, we, we just had a conversation afterward about, you know, listen, I'm the coach. You're the quarterback. You know, you're thinking too highly of yourself right now. You got to get your poop in a group. And I was <laughs> like, OK, yes, sir. So three weeks later, the varsity quarterback goes down with an injury. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to go up because here I am. He benched me. That man took me by the hand and walked me up to varsity, stopped me and pointed me in, stuck his finger in his chest and said, John, show him how you can throw. Show him John Pampoo. No limits. Show him you have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Wow. So I went up there and and, and uh, I was accepted and uh, had a decent season. Um, and then I went on to, to my senior year. And uh, football was so big up in Traverse City. I mean, we play in front of 8,000 people. Wow. And I could still smell the popcorn. And I just love that energy. There was a starting quarterback that was going to start ahead of me. And it, I was a late bloomer. So I got it. But I wanted to win so bad. And my dad taught me many, many times. He said, John, you can make a difference in somebody's life just because you're personnel and you, you're, you're going to be a fortunate guy. You're one of those guys. You don't know what people go through on a day-to-day basis. So acknowledge them. Take your weakest guy and make him strong. Make him strong, and you're going to create a team. That quarterback coach got moved up to varsity the following year, and he pulled four starters and then myself into a circle. And he said, Leaders, if you guys want to win a state championship, the leadership has to come from somebody. He took that same finger and he poked <laughs> me right in the chest, and he said, It's from you, Pampoo. And it was like, I, I mean, it makes the hair on my arm stand up. And I, uh, I like had an outer body experience. <laughs> and it was the one of the best experiences of my life. And we went 13 and 0 won a state championship. And oh. I think we won seventh in the nation. Wow. And um, it, it changed the course of my life. I stay in touch with the, the guy to this day, Coach Tom Wilson. And um, he was hugely impactful. And he gave me the gift to do that, pay it forward. That's why I coach today. You know, I take a kid and look at, you know what? I know you're you're gonna, you're struggling through, you know, whatever changes your body's going through. It's going to happen for you. Just hang on because I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. And if I can ease the pain a little bit and show you a path, the choice that you have to make and the commitment you have to make, you're going to enjoy your life. You're just going to add more salt and pepper to it. Nice job, coach. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How about great reading? Uh, is there a great book you'd like to share with our listeners today? I'm a big fan of John Grisham. And um, so I really like The Rainmaker. Uh, it has to do with insurance and helping a, a you know a, a downtrodden family. Um, but I will tell you, the book that I give to all of my children that are salespeople and that aren't even salespeople, it's called The Wedge. Whoop, I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> okay, the Wedge. Yep. It's the Wedge by uh, Randy Schwantz. And McKeel Haggerty gave me this book. And it's about how to start, stop selling and start winning. And it was right in my wheelhouse. And I recommend this to absolutely anybody that wants to get ahead in business or just needs a little, a little push. 
Um, it's a great easy read. I'm not a big reader anymore. I used to be bigger when I was when I was younger, but uh, that that was definitely a, an impactful read. Great book, The Wedge. So I'm going to enable you to go on what I call the ultimate drive. I'm going to park any car in the world in your driveway. You can take it anywhere you want. And you can take anybody with you, including somebody who's no longer with us, which is kind of cool. Yeah. What does the ultimate drive look like for you today? Man, grew up in the 70s. My Burt Reynolds 1978 Pontiac Firebird Trans <laughs> Okay. I mean, it is. It, it 6.6 liter just screams, throws your organs back, and it's an eye catcher. And um, I just love that car. Absolutely love. It. I am GM. I'm a GM guy. Is it going to be black uh, with the, uh, the oh gold, yeah the gold uh, black the gold bird the, on the hood? Gold, exact gold bird in front, and uh, yeah, it's going to go really fast. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. So who are you going to take with you? I'm going to take my my pops, my dad Virgil, Virgil Pampu, and uh, I'm going to be driving though. Okay. I'm not going to let him drive. I'm driving. He always drove when I when I was growing up. So. I'm gonna mean. I'm gonna. I'm gonna man the wheel. Our conversations. We could have many, but my biggest conversation would be talk about the parallels in our life and our characteristics and our and our, and our personalities and how he enabled me to become. You know what I am today. Well, I believe it's a success. My family's very supportive in that. He was my hero. I watched him interact with people and take care of people and and protect people and expect. From others, you know, people that were not necessarily, I don't mean privileged in maybe a financial way, but were gifted. He expected things out of me because if he knew that I was going to pave my way and he wanted me to help along the way and it changed my life. He changed my life for the better. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, you've taken us on a very exhilarating drive today, and I really appreciate this. I'm so happy that we were able to connect and meet now. Now we've got we're two car buddies uh, out there trying to inspire and help the world. Before I let you go, could you share maybe some words of inspiration with us? Yeah, I would say this. Don't limit yourself. Don't allow people to tell you what you are. Be true to yourself, as authentic as you can be, and transparency always wins. Always wins. Be true to you. Awesome advice. Now, you got a website, I understand, where people can learn more about you? Yeah, uh, jvpampoo.com. Cool. And that's P-A-M-P-U. Pampoo. Yes, sir. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. I don't think I've ever met another Pampoo. That's a very unique No, there's not name. many of us out there. Yeah. Very rare for it's sure. Cute. Well, you're a rare, you're a rare guy too. Well, I want to thank you for spending time with us today, for being so generous with your time today and sharing your uh, obvious passion and uh, wisdom and uh, just energy and vibe. I'm ready to go. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you hopefully at a car show somewhere down the road. Right on. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. This was wonderful. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, 
and thousand mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!